Hello, hello, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and I have the incredible pleasure of sharing with you an insight of the day. Now, today I want to talk about the power of right thinking or Christ thinking. You know, the Old Testament is a record that reveals how mankind alone is utterly hopeless outside the cosmic involvement of God's power. And so these this series of 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 books it, it really details the innate necessity of our nature to simply require him. In contrast, the collective content of the New Testament is a story about and a glimpse into how God is unimaginably good, even within the vessel of the human condition, the uh, the mechanism of the human species, and really what all that unimaginable goodness made possible for us. And so that's why Paul would explain in Romans 6 that the Mosaic law had an express purpose. And that express purpose, he said, was to increase the trespass. That's it. Not to perfect by way of righteous acts, but to make uncomfortably and unavoidably apparent the extent of our own inability to measure up. Because until the trespass or the uh, the awareness of our own record of wrong... Until that was fully revealed to us, we really could never understand the extent of his willingness to forgive and Yahweh's ability to redeem. We had to see how hopeless we were apart from grace. And once we could reconcile the hopelessness of the human nature apart from love, we could then begin the journey into really discovering the bliss of that divine intersection of our fate with the one who first set us in motion. So Paul, in communicating how big this really is throughout the New Testament, in revealing just the starting point of even the beginning of understanding the extent of Yahweh's perfect goodness, he wrote letters to spiritual sons and to churches all throughout Europe and Asia. Um, And in those letters, he makes it a point to deal with our thinking. And I think this is a huge thing for us to grasp. There's a very common theme throughout these letters and these passages, and it has to do with thinking. Because the only thing that really can prevent progressive revelation um, from landing in the earth about his goodness and about our access into that function of of all that his goodness enables us to do. Really, the only thing that can prevent that progressive revelation is a stagnation of our thinking. And so Paul chooses to deal with the mind. And he would say things like, fix your mind on things above. And you become what you behold. And um, let this mind be in you. And I think the two most collectively... Uh, beneficial teachings, or you could even call them rebukes, that came through the Apostle Paul was really on our thinking and on our language. He consistently denounced intellectualism to a culture that worshipped the human mind, and he consistently elevated the power of receiving the gift of a renewed mind, Um, or in other words, a mind that is so free from 
from any limitation, human limitation or, or a doctrinal limitations, that it actually has access to move about in realms yet perceived to retrieve realities yet discovered. And so we need this new mind to even be aware of our purpose in the earth. We need this new mind. We need the Christ mind, the content of that entire framework of thinking for purposes that we're not even aware of yet either. Because carnal minds cannot engage eternal things. And so what mindset do we have to have in order to be effective about purposes that we're not even aware of yet, that we might not, we might not even understand all the purpose and all the um, intention that is on our life? And I know this, that it's not a closed mind. It's not a decided mind or um, a mind encumbered by limitations. It's an open mind, a free, willing vessel. Or um, in other words, I like to say not religious heresy, but the fluidity and the freedom of relationship. And why? It's because acts of religiosity, doing things to earn, you know, um, uh, the, the works, this stuff, it will really never break open a reality that religion is committed to avoiding. You can't just do things to earn the reality of heavenly access. You can't just do things to earn the reality of sitting enthroned within the womb of the Father. You cannot earn these things, not even the sacrifices that the law calls for. You know, the key is in Psalm 51 that to bring your brokenness to the feet of the only one who fixes, the only one who can mend. Everything else pacifies. Everything else is a band-aid, but Yahweh can fix and can really give us the mind and, and the framework of thinking in order to engage in something beyond just the religious doings. And so, um, you know, Paul stresses this throughout the New Testament, and it's something that has grabbed my heart and obsessed me as I read Scripture is, I want to really lay hold of that mind. There's a mind that is available, and it's going to break open uh, possibilities to function as sons in the earth that we never um, really could imagine were possible outside that um, that level of engagement. Now, but I also like to make things practical too. So how do we make this new mind practical? I don't want to just talk about something like we don't already have it because I, I believe every, each day is an opportunity for me to, to continue progressing in my laying hold of that new mind. So how, but how do I make that practical? How do I change the way I think practically? Because I believe our spirituality is meant to practically transform our lives and our world, not just make us feel good. So how do we actually do this? And, you know, something that's been on my heart lately is this. Now, I need you to follow me here because it's a little bit strange, but Yahweh often starts me on new paths with really strange things. Um, and it's this, that I don't want to be like the guy who created the pager. Okay, so I told you, you're going to have to follow me here. That was really random. But let, put yourself in this, follow me in this. This is a guy who lived in a world where telephones were static. And in that world this progressive issue began to surface. What if that phone rang and nobody was home to pick it up? What can we do to bridge that gap of the necessity of proximity in order to enjoy this technology? And instead of daring to dream 
about limitlessness. And instead of creating a reality where you could just answer it anywhere, a world where it goes with you, that's normal for us today. But instead of going there, somebody innovated within the current framework by settling for a solution that sounds like this. What if we could be anywhere and still know that it's ringing, right? And so a pager was born. But, you know, as much as I honor the man who can think like who can think like this and innovate, there, there's still a problem with that path. And it's that it doesn't enable you to change anything. It just enables you to know what's happening outside your scope of immediate influence. And this is a whole lot like the religious tendencies that cause us to think locked into a shallow perspective. In fact, I think the thing that religion fears most is varying perspective, the variability of our perspective as we sit in all these perspectives that we inhabit when we're inside the one who sees all. And that's because religion finds stability in single dimensionality. It's, it's safe to them. It coddles comfort zones to view God as a concept within a plane of existence that never changes in order to confine his expression throughout the ages. Now, the problem is that single dimensionality like that, it is not stable at all. That kind of thinking is not stable. In fact, it might be the most unstable position we could take as it relates to a God who can be confined by no dimension and, and limited by no cosmic reality and Inhibited, inhibited by no framework of, um, of, of human understanding. God has not ever and does not now and will never in any parallel reality ever need permission by way of a, a precedence or an earthly record to express who he has always been to the very species he created. We must accept and understand that he has the perfect right to withhold any expression of his essence from any portion of the created dimensions in order to preserve a remnant of his beauty to a people who were born to encounter him. And so I believe we're called to do just that. And I believe we are called to be those who can absolve ourselves of every human tendency to think about things in a possible way so that we can really more effectively engage a realm that I like to call the realm called all things possible. So I want you to be encouraged today family around the world, from whatever country you're, uh, you're living in, from whatever seat and position you're hearing this message, I just want you to be encouraged and I want you to be fired up to activate in yourself that mind of Mashiach, that, that, that Christ Yeshua, our King within us, so that we really can more fully embody the divine nature that we were born into. It is so important that you think rightly. Otherwise, uh, people like Paul would have never gone to the links that he went to throughout Scripture, especially to the church in Corinth. There was a very clear rebuke to the church in Corinth. He says, he goes as far as to say, I can't even speak a spiritual language to you because you are so natural-minded. You can't, um, you can't digest the, the content of this, the reality that I'm beholding in the Spirit. So I've got to change my language to feed you milk. And it's a very open rebuke. And so I think that one of the biggest things that we can do each day 
is really set ourselves to lay hold of this mind, to lay hold of the mind that will break open a reality called all things possible. So I bless you, um, uh, whoever you are, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, I just want to bless you and declare grace and peace over you. I pray that this message saturates every part of your being and resonates within you like an eternal sound from within. And so I look forward to sharing again in a future podcast. God bless.